Hey, this is Lane Smith, and you're listening to Texas Toast Podcast. Go ahead, put it on real tight. Hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. Here around the shoots, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Texas Toast. Cheers to everyone. And welcome to a new artist that your music is getting a lot of attention. You got my attention. Want to say hello and welcome to Lane Smith to Texas Toast podcast. Hello, Lane. How are you today? Great, great. How are y'all doing? doing good and you should be doing good your uh, current radio single clear your mind is doing really good as uh, on the charts it is yeah it's uh it's doing great first debut radio single uh it's kind of doing as good as as one can i think you know for a debut single Yes. Well, immediately when it came across my email from your radio promoter from David, it's like I took a listen to it and I was immediately texting him. And as a matter of fact, me and David, you were in Nashville at the same time I was when David and I were having meetings and I didn't make it to y'all's little songwriter group. I think you were there. Tanner was there. Rachel was there. I sure wish I could have made it that night, but I had another meeting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know you were in town, I guess. Uh, we hung out with David yeah, pretty much that weekend too. So that's funny. I guess there was a lot of people yeah. that weekend. So, oh yeah, David and I had a big time. We did we did the whole Broadway thing, and he he was uh, trying to rein me in. But anyway, he's such a good guy. So so much for that. Let's talk about you and your background. Of course, you actually grew up in Spring Branch, which is outside of San Antonio. So your background growing up and how did music play a part in that? I guess. You know, where I grew up was used to be a little one light stop, a, a one stoplight town, you know, and it, and it was real country oriented and grew up rodeoing and all that good junk. And so the music influences kind of came from everything that was around me and uh, everybody that was rodeoing or, or showing animals at the time. And um, that's kind of where I got the the influences from, of course, my dad, you know listens to the old old country and um so when i started to write and stuff i just i've always liked rock you know rock's actually super prominent in the in the rodeo scene so yes, it is zz top acdc guns and roses all that stuff was was there and i was like man how do i combine kind of the both and uh make it a little bit of my own i guess in a way and so that's kind of where my sound and influences came from. I can so see that because you do have your very own unique sound and you're being very humble about your rodeo life. You were actually for 10 years, a professional bullfighter. So that's some fierce stuff. And I mean, having a lot of braveness and a lot of courage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a, you know, I, I like, I loved it. Right. But, but then I like how it, it kind of flowed into the music scene because it's really the same thing, you know, it's a different town every weekend, but I just don't have to go possibly break some bones or get a new scar on my face or another kind of sideways nose or something. You know, I, I'm able to like get on stage, get off stage and it's all good. You know, 
the least I got or the most I have to worry about slipping on stage or something. But. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking, let you fall down. I doubt that will happen to you. You know, what's funny talking about um, professional bullfighters. I live on the coast and we get out we fish a lot and I, I love meeting fellow anglers. And we were actually talking to a gentleman on a boat across from us at, at the jetties. This was last month. And anyways, Mr. Dan Hill, he has the barbecue place outside of Hempstead. Do you know who was on the back of his boat fishing? Skipper boss. Really? Yes. They were the cutest ever. And it was like, I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's just sitting back there. He was just working his lure. So yeah, it's this small world, right? Yeah. So you also attended Tarleton state, which is an awesome school. I did. Yep. I went to, uh, I guess Ranger for two years, which is kind of like the blend of A&M Ranger to Tarleton's kind of the same. And, Mm -hmm. and then I, I did graduate from Ranger. Let's make that clear. Uh, and uh, I was on the rodeo team there as well. And it was just one of those things that, uh, I don't know. It, it was a great school and, and I, but I'm just at the end of the day, I'm not a school guy. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm, where I was at with that, but I loved it. Great school. Stephenville, Texas has my heart. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to, we always go back. I mean, the clear your mind music video was, was shot there and, and all that good stuff. So that's what I was going to ask you about that video. So tell me about the shoot on it. So that was actually my college house. That's what I thought. <laughs> that arena, we built that arena there and yeah, it was, I called my old, and then my old roommate still lives there. He actually bought that place. So it kind of turned out really good, but I called him. I was like, Hey, I want to go back out there and do a music video. And he's like, dude, come on, we'll make it happen. I said, okay. So we went out there and, and scrounged a couple people together and he already had some rope and cattle there. And so, yeah, we just made it happen. Everybody says you'll be fine. Just give it space and give it time. Pretty soon it'll be in the past. Yeah, wish it was as simple as you could go for a drink. You could go for a One of the things I want to say about the video is since it's your, your debut Texas radio release and for you to be able to shoot that video at such a sentimental place, that'll always mean a lot to you. It will. I mean, the memories we've had in that house and it's obviously changed a little bit, you know, (laughs) but it's it's a little more mature nowadays going back. It was a little wild, but, um, yeah, it's always going to have a freaking special place. And like, honestly, this is probably bad to say, but the second music video was shot there too. And I don't know if that was one of your questions. I, I talk a lot, but. Oh no, we're yeah. good. We're good. And, and so you're, we, a, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. You talk as much as you want. Cause that was, I was, you're segued me to something in the air. Yes. And <laughs> Tanner was like, Hey, you know, here kind of on and on, like, we, we probably shouldn't shoot everything in Steam. I'm like, yeah, I know we got to go other places, but it just worked. 
for these two videos, um, which we agreed on. And so it, it, it's always cool to have the come back to where you, you came from kind of deal and, and have people show up for those, those videos and make them possible. Let's talk about your songwriting background. I see where you do write some songs, you co-write a lot. So talk to me about being the songwriter. Being a songwriter, I started, I kind of started that later on in the game. I, I just got, you know, I guess typically everybody starts off on coverage. I didn't come right out of the gate writing songs, but uh, my first few songs I wrote, I, I don't remember them, but they're probably so bad that, you know, I don't ever want to hear them again, but at the time you think they're the greatest thing in the world and, and it's so fun. And, but then it comes down at the end of the day, like being able to tell a story so simply and, and making it understandable was, was a hard thing for me to get over. And once I figured that out, I think it, it really started to work for me And the songwriting aspect. I do love to co-write, um, but I also write a lot, my, my own, my own stuff, you know, uh -huh. and, I think it's, it's cool for me because when I go off to get into this story or something, you know, it's either something that's happened or something I've seen, you know, it may not be personally happened to me, but I see a lot of things too. And writing that's just, it's crazy. Songwriting is, is something almost like therapeutic in a way, I, I guess you can kind of speak it out and you don't have to worry about telling somebody about it. You can just put it in the song. That's history, you know? Hey guys, producer Kyle here. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the Texas music fan in your life, you've got to check out More Than Music Creations. More Than Music teams up with Texas bands and artists like Randy Rogers Band, The Wilder Blue, Pat Green, Bree Bagwell, and Jade Marie Patek to create unique handcrafted jewelry that's inspired by that artist's music and made with their own used guitar strings. A portion of each sale goes to giving kids in the Central Texas foster care system the gift of music through mentoring and private lessons. To check out the full collection of this one-of-a-kind jewelry, visit www.morethanmusiccreations.com. Now back to the show. Well, currently you have a six-song EP out, which has some great um, songs on it. And one I know that's everyone's favorite, a big favorite. Do you know which one it, I'm going to bring up next? Uh, maybe maybe big show but I don't big know. show that's okay. it yes tell yeah. me about that so uh i'm like a huge melody guy so i go in and kind of mess around on the guitar and if i like something that i hear i'll write to that you know i'm not very good at like put you know writing it on paper and then coming up like i come up with the melody first and i came up with the dun, like kind of riff in the beginning and 
it was an okay song, you know, but then I, we, we went out to Nashville and, uh, we got hooked up with a co-write Chris Beard helped me co-write that song. And we, uh, we wrote it out head to toe. And I was like, man, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a cool song. You know, I don't know where it's going to go, but that's, that's a cool song. We should cut it, took it in the studio. And the day we were going to cut the actual song, one of the session players was in there and he's like reading it over. And he's like, Hey, what if we switched verses on it? Like second verse to first verse, move first to second. And we're like, huh? So the song kind of works either way. Nobody would have known, obviously, if I wouldn't have said that, but we actually switched the day of the second verse and the first verse. So now we're starting it with the, what was second verse into the first verse and super cool. It actually made more sense, you know, and, and that just shows how, how much those guys in the studio pay attention. It's great to have kind of that around you creating that song. And we even threw Tanner in it with the, with the megaphone, you know, in the very beginning, I don't know if he wanted anybody to know. That. <laughs> well, well, we Everybody all know does. now we know now. I, I just, I've always had a hard time for some reason, writing party songs and, and I can always write the, the loved ones or the sad ones or whatever, but writing a party song is for some reason a, a, a challenge for me. And so I was like, I need a party song. We we came up with that deal. Chris helped me write it. And uh, yeah, it just turned out to be a, a definite fan favorite. Like everybody knows it. Yeah. Got your hard work and heartbreakers running around These rusty strings and a melody Will chill you to the bones while you're tapping your feet told you that it's got some little bit of like a sound of William Clark green on that one. Yes. Like is right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And obviously at the end of the day, like I don't shoot to try to sound like anybody, but, but I did get a lot of those vibes, you know, and especially once the idea was throwing the megaphone stuff on it, I was like, Oh man, here we go. Yeah. So. Well, it's very good stuff and a very good EP. I encourage everyone to check out all of your music. So you're getting out and getting to play some shows. What are your live shows like? What are your goals and intentions with your live shows? I'm a big live show guy. I think that's probably my number one tip. If you ask anybody, I, I don't, you know, acoustic stuff is fun for me. <clears throat> Sorry, fun for me, but I like the full band aspect where I can put a show on. When you come to a live show, I want you to see a tight group of guys up there that are having fun but it's ran like a true show. You know, there's, there's no dead space on stage. There's always something moving. I love giving my dudes solos. I think that's the coolest thing. You know, if I personally go to a concert or somebody else's show and I don't see somebody like get their own solos, I'm just like, ah, that kind of sucks. Like I love giving guys solos. It's just, they're, they're making it up for you, right? They're, they make it happen for you. 
there's energy on stage, there's smiles. Um, where we've upgraded in some of our, our gear and stuff. So that's super cool to have now that we're able to kind of have talk back mics and stuff like that. So we can talk to each other and everything's run a lot more efficiently now. And, um, the live shows have always been great for us. We've gotten to open for some really cool people. And, uh, I would say a lot of people that are helping us kind of make and pave a carve a path through the scene right now, because, uh, without getting those good shows with those guys, you know, there's, it's, it's hard to do it. You know, it's really hard just to put songs and hope you make it out, you know, without the live shows and good headliners behind you with that. Well, just listening to you talk, I'm so impressed. And you have such a passion for what you do. Yes, man. Yeah. It's, I, I yeah, I say, you know, it's funny. I, I got married in April, but, uh, I told her, I was like, Hey, look, it's not going to be a, rainbows and butterflies for a bit of this but one i would always kick myself in the foot when i'm 30 and never knew if i never tried it what would happen mm-hmm. but then too i i was like i was just kind of like look you're in this or you're out of it like i'm gonna do this and i i need i would like for you to be behind that you know like i said it'll be peaching for pennies for a bit but once it gets going it's gonna be going and it's a hard leap to kind of take because it's not, it's nothing's assured in this industry at all in any aspect of it. Um, so it's, it's good to have a teammate like my wife behind me on that. And, uh, yeah, it's just a grind, you know, you got to stay busy doing something all the time and you have to be willing to just overnight drive. You get a call in the morning. Okay. Today, all of a sudden I'm going to drive four hours to go do this. You know, you Mm kind of do that, you know? So, there's no in between. It's either do it or don't, in my opinion. Um, and the ones that, if you, if you don't, I, I, you know, it's going to be hard for for you to catch up some ground on guys. I would say kind of like myself. And there's plenty of guys like me out there that are that are just head down, gritting it out. Yes. Overnight drives to the next show, that kind of stuff, and it's hard, but it's it's worth it at the end of the day. Well, it's it's your life and your passion. So who else is is behind you as far as where do you record you're producing so we have uh grady saxman with saxman studios he's our producer it's uh in nashville mm-hmm. and we do everything out there with them uh every song new that's been out has been with them i i just we're at a point now with them where it's so good and, and he knows what i want when i come in so they read me well. I read them well. They help us out with everything that we need. You know, they have great ideas. They care about what they do. Uh, they don't just come in there. I give them the song. They play. All right. See ya. They come in like give ideas. Let's change this. Let's do that. And and with as busy as they are, you know, it's crazy that they take the time out for me just to do that. But uh, those guys are as good as gold. Every single one of them, like from, from, from the producing side to the mixing side to the mastering side, like it's just a whole operation that they he's built. And I, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane out there. I love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. And so when Lane, when you roll in for a show, tell me about some of your, your uh, bandmates that are with you. I roll in for a show. I've got two electric guitars, a bass guitar and a drummer. Um, number one rule in our bands, like good hangs, you know, everybody be cool. Um, we try to show up professional, you know, I, 
I'm not big on confrontational stuff. So I, I want to show up, look professional. Uh, when we open for these headlining acts, we're all on the same page. You know, I ask for two things out of my guys, be on time and know the stuff. And, mm-hmm. and that's always the case. You know, I'm, I'm huge on rehearsals. I'm huge on getting the show as tight as it could possibly be. It'll never be great. It'll never be good enough for any of us. You know, we always want to work on something. Um, and then our, our number one live show rule is if we open for anybody, we try to keep our, as soon as the, that we're done, we try to get all of our stuff off within five minutes so that they have all the time in the world to, to get all their stuff ready and, you know, like get on, get off, thank them. And then hopefully we'll see them at the next one. You know, at the end of the day, those aren't our shows. Um, and so all my guys are super good with, with knowing that and they're all respectful. Um, they're all like, they're just all great people, you know? So I can't, I don't ever get mad at anybody, you know, like maybe that's a good thing. So <laughs> you had all those times in the, all that time in the arena with those bulls. <laughs> so nothing yeah. bothers you now, right? <laughs> no, no. And, and I, I think a lot of it though, responsibility with a good band comes down to the front man too. I, I, that I, one, you, you have to pay guys what they're worth. Um, at the end of the day, like you have to pay them what they're worth. I think that's the biggest thing, but then being a cool, I guess I'm the boss, but I don't act like the boss. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm respectful to all of them. Like we're buddies. I don't come down on anybody. You know, if, if there ever is a problem, we solve it real quick, real, real respectfully. Um, but when you have a, go- a group of good guys, you don't need that. You know, there's no need for the harsh, harsh stuff. Back in 2018, when I was doing this thing, yeah, there was uh, there was some harsh moments where I was like, yeah, this isn't cutting it. Like, uh-huh. but nowadays, new band, new music. Uh, I've grown up a little bit too, so having a good set of dudes behind you that are always trying to make you better and themselves better is, is the whole point of having, having a good group of guys, you know? Yes. Always trying to get better. So uh, do you have, are you already working on putting some new music together, songwriting together? How's the future look for your music releases? Oh, it's, I'd say it's pretty bright and pretty, bet it is. a lot of stuff we're working on, you know, I've, we've, we do go back in pretty soon. We're cutting a lot. Uh, a, a couple new tunes i'd say i don't know how much i'm supposed to tell i i, I get in trouble on these kind of sometimes you know i probably tell too much i don't whatever i uh at the end of the day like we go in we cut songs uh but we're working on a lot of new stuff mm-hmm. um we just up re-updid like all our new merch we, cool, we got a van, cool got a van now got a trailer now so see that's good cool. stuff right there that's good super cool and it's nice too. I think really uh, rolling up to shows, it looks great. You know, like it looks like you're put together. Um, it was hard with the separate vehicles, and then you mm-hmm. then you got to kind of almost per diem in, in a way because they're driving, and then it gets tough and, and old. So now that we can all roll together and and do stuff like that, but but we definitely do have some some music in the works, um, and a lot of writing. We're I'm, I'm writing a lot, so. Uh, I'm really excited about the songs we've got on the, on the list coming up. So hopefully everybody likes them as much as I do. I don't know. I've been wrong in the past, but I think that they will be pretty dang good. 
Yeah, I think they're going to be pretty dang good because just what you've come out of the shoot and gave us already is awesome. Very awesome. So are your dates filling up for you, your tour dates? What kind of shows do you have coming up? Yes, they are. I mean, we've, we've, we've have a lot of stuff that we're always in the talks with people. Um, you know, we're independent. We're solely independent, Mm -hmm. right? Um, we are in the talks with, with some booking agencies, um, which was going to be a big step for us, you know, to really keep the calendar full right now. We've been solely independent. Like I said, my, the manager Tanner, he's, he deserves a lot of money. I'll put it that way. I mean, he does so much for, for the program and yeah, he's, he, he deserves the world. And I hope that everything uh, works out for us so that it pays off for him because he's, he works tirelessly on this stuff. And, and really he, he makes these shows happen. You know, I, all, all I'm doing half 90% of the time is like, Hey, Saul, so-and-so is playing here. Could we hop on that show? And, um, I mean, eight, nine times out of 10, we get the show. So he's, he's very connected. He's a hard worker and, uh, he, he really helps to keep the schedule full and, and, and fulfilled. You know, we have some stuff at the hotspot in Cedar park coming up. I do believe, um, we have talking with, uh, the backyard again. We just played at the backyard a while back for the first time. That was a bucket list, bucket list venue. So that was cool. Uh huh. Um, and so we have a bunch of stuff. I think one that I'm cool. There was one bucket list thing I had, um, not filled so far this year. I've filled out probably 10 of them already. And this is the only one as I wanted to play a theater this year. Mm-hmm. And so one that I can tell y'all about is, uh, I do believe it's December 6th. Don't, don't quote me, but I, I believe <laughs> Friday, December 6th or no, wait, it's sometime in December. We play a uh, theater in Fredericksburg with Kyle Park. So, Oh, wow. That's, that's great. That's going to be like check mark, you know, and shout out to Kyle Park. He's helped me out a lot. He's gotten me some really good shows. Um, and he's a great dude. Yes, he is. He's an amazing musician and a more amazing individual. Yes. And so shout out to him. Uh, never give him enough credit. He's, he's helped me a lot. So yeah, I could see where y'all would be a good little duo together. Well, we're both short too. So that <laughs> works for us. okay. So let's let everybody know where they can find you as far as your social media, your website, social media is all Lane Smith music. Okay. L A S M I T H typical last name. Um, but then our, our website is www.lanesmithmusic.com. And uh, we have tour dates and merchandise and <laughs> EPK stuff and everything on there for that. Yeah, and then, everything's there. Uh, all our social media, we stay pretty prominent on and, and busy doing TikTok, all that good junk. Well, I'm so glad we could get you worked in on the podcast because actually I was the one that requested this. I mean, I want everyone to make sure that they go and find your music and start following you because I'm telling you, Lane Smith's going to be a name to follow for the the future and beyond with our Texas country and, and beyond that as well. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate y'all having me on. I've seen this podcast for, for a while. And uh, yeah. I was like, y'all, y'all had hit me up and I was like, Hey, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. On, and it was, it was funny because David and I had the conversation about you and then I said, Hey, we were sitting there and you know, 
we're big, huge Astros fans. And, you know, he was like giving me a hard time about cheaters and all that. But David and I can roll yeah. with it. It was just a joke, like brother and sister. And so we were sitting there watching that final inning. And I just looked at him and I said, OK, can you just get Lane on the podcast for me, please? <laughs> so, so happy. So one last question before I let you get back to it. If you were a cocktail, what would you be? Oh, whiskey and water. Whiskey that, and water. Is that a cocktail? That was cocktail, whiskey, okay. and something else added to it. Well, Lane Smith, thank you so much, and the best of luck to you. We'll be seeing you down the road and keeping up with you. Yeah, thank you all so much. It was fun. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. So please help us get the word out. We'll see you next time on Texas Toast. I dare to say well, You can go to hell Hell, I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home Well, take away these city lights Put me on a one-way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight Just consider me My southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, all this cowboy.